So I did a decent round. I hit my definition of success. But why is it then that I still have this negative feeling lingering on? My name is Jocelyn Lilino. I'm a mindset and performance coach for equestrians. And this is my mental journey through Stefik Cyclis. Today is April 16th and it's going to be the second round that I'll be riding cyclists together with Queenie. We're going to drive all the way down to Jev. Uh, it's two hours away from where I live and it's in, in the complete other side of Belgium. So when people say we're crazy when we're doing horse riding, I, I can sort of see what they mean. It's uh, driving two hours to ride one test, one show jumping round, which is like a minute and a half. So yeah, we're a bit crazy, but hey, that's what we do this all for, right? So before I start talking about our plan for today, I actually want to start with a bit of a recap from last time. That was the very first time and there certainly were some nerves involved and I want to take you guys through the experience, what I went through, how I dealt with the different challenges. So first of all, when we drove there, so I drove into the parking and there were a lot of really fancy like trucks, trailers, like those smaller, those smaller trucks. And to be honest, like I have a car and a trailer and it's not really a fancy one. So the first thing that hit me when I drove into the parking was that I felt like an underdog. I felt like, what am, what am I doing here among those, the, all those people with all those fancy, fancy cars, all those fancy horses? What am I doing here? And I am very self-aware, so I realized that this thought popped into my head. And one thing I always tell everyone is that we can't always control our first thought, but we can always control our second thought. So immediately when I when I noticed this thought popping in, I, I started by switching this thought around and focusing on things that, that would make me feel good. Because let's be honest, thinking that I'm an underdog before I even gotten on to my horse before I even started saddling up. That's not going to have a really good good effect on it all. So I started reframing this and I started thinking about what I could do to change this going forward. And one thing that immediately, pop, immediately popped up was just the fact that I could wash my trailer. Like to be honest, okay, I have an old trailer, but it's also not really well taken care of. I don't wash it a lot. So actually this was one action that I defined for myself to just make sure that I, even if I don't have the newest material, all the new stuff, that I at least make sure that what I have is taken care of, that it at least looks good. I'm also going to look for a new trailer, but, but you know, we can't fix anything, everything in one go. But this is just one action. And this, to be honest, just by defining this action, I went from being in this, this victim state and being this underdog to just like, look, you know what? This is a challenge of mine. This is something that I want to be fixing because this is affecting the way I think, feel and act. So I'm going to take action on this and do something about it. And this actually leads me to this quote that I heard once that if you don't like something, change it. And if you can't change it, change the way you feel about it. So I couldn't actually change it there and then. It was what it was. But I did decide to change the way I felt about it. So a lot of the time, you know, if you can change it, brilliant, do something. And I'm definitely going to do something about it going forward. But there's also a second part of this. And this is just the fact that you decide how you're going to think and feel about something. So I had a choice there and then. I couldn't I couldn't fix the fact that I had a trailer there and then, but I could fix the fact that I was thinking that it made me an underdog. So, really it's not the situation itself that makes you that makes you feel a certain way. It's how you're thinking about it. 
So just by the fact that I saw those trailers, that was the situation. I, I, I was driving into the, into the parking. I saw those trailers. That made me think I was an underdog, but, but realized that there was a step in between her. It didn't skip from I drove in the parking, I saw those things too, I felt like an underdog. No, there was a thought of mine in between there. And this is where we also want to be interrupting and you choose what you're thinking. But be really conscious of the fact that what you're thinking is going to define the way you feel. So I could also make a conscious choice of thinking differently, thinking about other stuff, thinking about empowering things. So I chose to think about the fact that, look, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what trailer I have. What matters is the horse I have in the back of the trailer. And I know she's brilliant and I know I can ride her. So really, this has nothing to do with my performance in the ring. So I chose to focus on the fact that I have an amazing horse and then I know that she's capable and I know that I can trust her. All right, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here to get to the to the real stuff. So I walked the course. Uh, I made sure I found someone there that I know that I has a lot of experience. So I made sure I, I walked the track together with him. He definitely gave me some brilliant tips. We walked all the distances. This was a line in there that I was doubting a bit about. And because I have a really big horse, Queen is, is huge. Um, and there was a bit of an in-between distance. And usually I always want to ride forward then. So I was already thinking that I should probably go for, you know, one stride less. And then I went out and I looked at a few people. And I stand there and looked and there were 10 people. No one rode on one stride less. And I watched some more people. I watched 20 people and no one rode on one stride less. And I started doubting in my head. I was like, is this really a good idea? <laughs> no one else is doing this. And, and you know, but then I remembered like my trainer, Peter, he's in my head just saying like, don't watch too much other people. Make your plan and stick to it. Don't worry so much about what other people are thinking or doing. So so I actually went ended up like stopping to watch. I went went back to the trailer. I I visualized the track in my head. I saddled up the horse. But to be honest, I had still not decided what, what I was going to do. So I warmed up the horse. Uh, it went all right. But to be honest, I, there was still some stress in me just by the fact that I had not decided what I was going to do about that distance. Because here's the thing. Decisions take a lot of energy. So if there's something that we're undecided on and our brain keeps on processing that, if we haven't made a strict decision, that is going to take a lot of energy from. So this is something that I advise everyone to do. Just make a decision. Make a decision and stick with it. Because as long as you haven't made a decision, you're going to keep on processing that in your head. And it's going to take energy. It's going to take focus. It's going to make you nervous. So this is something that I'm definitely going to improve upon going forward. But just to skip ahead. So I, I went into the arena and actually this guy that I'd worked with, walked the track with, he was just two horses before me. So I could actually watch his round. And he's riding the track and he's decided to ride on one more stride as everyone did. But it didn't quite work out. So he's, his, his horse didn't quite get a good good jump on the, on the second fence in that line. And that was for me the sign. It was as if universe just sent me a sign that, look, if he, can't, if he can't ride on one more stride, then you definitely don't have to try to ride on one more stride. So I made a decision there and then in the arena that I'm going to ride on one stride less. So I did. And guess what? It worked out brilliant. My, I, I, I made a plan in the last minute and I stuck to it and, and it worked out great. Um, what am I, why am I telling you guys this story? First of all, make a decision. Make a decision before because it can make you feel more calm. The second thing I want to raise here, and this is something that for a lot of people might sound really woo-woo, but I really trust in the universe. I have my full trust in the universe that it's going to work out, that the universe is there to support me. And even if you think this sounds weird, 
I honestly think that that happened to give me a sign to because I wasn't decided. Universe helped me out and just you know made me stand really, really, really hard in my decision of what I was going to do. And this is something that I fall back to a lot of the time. Whenever I feel like that didn't quite go the way I wanted, I remember that the universe has a plan with everything and everything happens for a reason. Whatever challenges the universe puts me through, it puts me through it for a reason. I'm supposed to learn something from it and everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to happen. This series is brought to you by Cavalor and Fooders Bathens. Cavalar assists you in making the right feed decisions to bring out the best in you and your horse. So Queenie is not the easiest to put weight on and certainly not to, to gain muscles. So Magali from Cavalar has helped me to work on an individual feeding plan for her so that she can stay strong throughout this entire journey. As their slogan goes, they literally empower my ambition. So to talk about Fooders Baten, this company has allowed me to use my time as efficient as possible by delivering horse food straight to my doorstep. I don't have to set time aside to go out and buy it and load it into my car and load it out of my car. They deliver it straight to my doorstep and they can also do this for you. They deliver to both private individuals and companies in Belgium and you can order online today via their webshop. So to make your first order with Fooders Buttons or to book a free session for nutritional advice from Cavalor, go to www.mindic.eu slash sponsors. You can find the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the episode. So whether you decide to choose, if you choose to believe in the universe or not, I leave that up to you. I can only say based on my experience that it helps me to feel good. It helps me to feel calm and just knowing that everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to. And also that I feel supported. I feel like the, the universe has my back, which again makes me feel calm. So to skip to the end of this course and, and how it actually went. So we ended up having having a pretty decent round. So we got a round. We actually made it through the, the, the first, just the basis. So so there was like a basis round and then there's a jump off just straight afterwards. And we made through it clear round in the in the basis and we, we got to the jump off. And just when I realized that I was in the jump off, I was already like, oh my God, like... We're not only surviving this; we're in the jump off. This is this is this is this is amazing. Um, so I ended up like riding, and and we did a jump off, and we ended up having one one fence down in the in the in a combination, the second fence in a combination. Um, but all in all, I mean, this was amazing. This this was certainly above the expectations that I had had on beforehand. I just wanted to get around, and just the fact that we got to the jump off was already amazing, right? Now, bearing this all in mind, you would expect that I would have been really happy, right? I would have expected I would have been really happy. And I, so I walk out the course and this guy I walked the course with, he, he's, he's still there. He'd been watching and he says, that was great. And I answered, yeah, well, the horse did amazing. And he was like, no, but really, that was a great round. And I was like, yeah, well, we we survived, right? We survived. And... I realized afterwards that actually it was it was a great round but in my subconscious mind there was something playing there because our words are a reflection of our, our subconscious mind and I realized that there was something playing in my mind and actually I also had this I'm not going to say bad feeling but there was something there I wasn't super happy I wasn't super proud of what we had done or actually I was super proud over the horse but I was not proud of myself. 
there was this nagging feeling inside of me. And again, I'm really self-aware and I realized I, I had this feeling. And, and the first thing I did to not allow myself to go down in a negative spiral, the first thing I did was that I asked myself what I, what I was proud of. And I was obviously really proud of the fact that I had made a decision. I had, I had like, I was the first one, as far as I know, who, who made that decision. I still did. I didn't, you know, worry too much about what other people did. I made my decision, I stick to it and it went super. So I was really proud of that. I was also really proud of the fact that we had gotten to the to the to the jump off, obviously, and I was also really proud of a lot of jumps in there. There was there were some some jumps that was you know the distance was great, that we got great jumps. So there was a lot of stuff which I I was proud of that that I proud of my own riding, right? So I moved the focus towards that, but there was still a feeling inside of me that was like ah, you know, I couldn't quite shake it, um, and. I always get really curious with those things. So why was this? I had hit my definition of success. We had made it around. The horse did great. Like, why was it? And I realized that it was that I had a few fences where I'd gotten quite close. So the horse had sort of saved me out of the situation. I wasn't entirely happy with that. Uh, and, and the reason I felt bad about it was the fact that I didn't quite see a way forward. I didn't see how I could improve. I didn't see how this could change into something better going forward. And this is actually what made me have that negative feeling. Again, I, I, I always want to know why I have those feelings. So I really got to, the, got to the bottom of this and realized that that was the case. And so what I did was I sent this video through to my, my trainer, Peter, and then uh, we ended up calling on the way home in the car. And I asked him, like, look, I don't quite understand how I can improve this going forward. I don't quite understand where the improvement points are here. And, and we talked about it and he said, yeah, like, first of all, your upper body. So the reason why you had that pole in the, in the combination um, was that you quite, didn't quite sit up. So I was like, okay, well, that's good. I'm happy about that. Okay, so I, I actually know what I can do to improve that. Okay, the second thing was, he said, when you're turning to some fences, you're allowing the, the horse's um, outer shoulder to fall out. So she's getting a little bended and she's not quite straight to the fences. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's. That's right. You're right. I didn't think of that. Um, so we talked about how, how I can improve this. And obviously just by supporting with my, with my outside rein. And guess what? Just by the fact that we identified this and we made a plan on how I could improve this going forward made me feel good again. But this is always what I do. So whenever I feel that there's not quite right, I, I want to find out why, what thoughts in my head is causing me to feel like that, because our feelings are just a result of, of, of our thoughts, right? So I really want to get to the bottom, I got to the bottom of it, I figured it out, and I managed to, you know, make myself feel good again. Not only that, I also made a plan going forward. So this is, this is something I always do too. I view every training and every competition as an experiment, so I had made a definition, I had made a plan, certain jobs that I wanted to focus on beforehand. And, and I carried out those, those things and didn't quite have the result I, 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 I wanted, right? So, so next time, next experiment, next competition, I want to make a different plan. Because here's the thing, if we're doing the same thing, and it, I, or as, as Einstein says, actually, doing the same thing all over again and expecting a different result is insanity. So every experiment, every competition, I want to do something slightly different. If it's not the result I wanted, I want to do things slightly different. So, and it's just with a researcher, right? If you're doing, if, if there's a researcher doing an experiment 
and they t- try certain ingredients and it's not quite the result they wanted, they're not going to go ahead and use exactly the same ingredients as the next time because they already know what the result of that is going to be. So I wanted to try something differently. So actually today, rather than focusing on my, my, my or actually rather than having my three jobs being money in the bank, where's my upper body? Where am I looking? I'm going to change them up a bit. So the first thing is still going to be, have I got money in the bank? The second one is going to be, where, like, how, how, does my, how does my outside rain feel? Am I using my outside rain? So I'm going to, that's going to be my second job. So when I'm turning towards the fence, am I using my outside rain? And then my third job is going to be, where's my upper body? So again, we're trying something different. If you don't get the result that you want, just change something up. All right, so I am aware this episode is becoming way longer than 10 minutes. I hope you can appreciate it still. There were some key things in here that I wanted to share with you. And I hope that you can use this in your writing and your competitions going forward. If there's anything in particular that you would like me to include in those episodes, please go ahead and let me know. If there are things that you think, wow, you shouldn't focus on that. It's actually not that useful. Also let me know, right? That way I can can improve those episodes going forward. Now, if you really enjoyed those episodes and you think this could be useful for someone else, please go ahead and share this with them. So every friends that you got that you think could also benefit from those episodes, please go ahead and share it with me. Please go ahead and share this episode on your social media. Make sure you tag me in it. That way we can reach out to more people and we can help more people with their mindset and help them improve their writing. And other than that, there's only one more thing I want to do, and that is to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next episode. 